For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Time for a little Mizzou breakdown with our guy James Carlton, Carlton State Farm Insurance, carltoninsurance.net, or you can just call 961-4800. That's real simple. Call and get a quote, and he'll donate money to the Every True Tiger Fund. This is the Mizzou guy who's been excited about this team. I'm the old wet blanket. I understand all of that. And now James Fordo and ranked. How has the season gone in terms of what you anticipated or envisioned? Well, uh, when we saw the schedule come out, there was always that pipe dream. Can we get to 5-0 and and then hosting LSU in a big-time atmosphere? And here we are one week away from, from getting to that circumstance. Uh, you know, Vanderbilt has not looked good the last few weeks. Kentucky rolled them this past week. I think Barry Odom's UNLV went into Vanderbilt and took care of them, maybe hung 50-plus on them. So as well as this Mizzou offense is humming right now, I would be very surprised if they don't score pretty much at will next week. Now the defense has some question marks, particularly in the secondary. So can they stop the Vanderbilt passing attack, which has been pretty decent if you look at their stats. But uh, wow, how exciting is that? First time since 2013 we've been 4-0. It's hard to believe it's been 10 years because 4-0 is not this huge mountain to climb, but 4-0 for the first time since 2013 is unbelievable. Ranked for the first time since 2019. So the Tigers are ranked. Vandy at all, I won't say trap game. That's such a cliche, but there's probably almost no scenario where they lose. I did notice they've scored 35, 47, 20, 37, 28. So they've scored some points in their games. I'll give Vandy that. I'm just saying they can't. Yeah. It appears they can at least score. you got to take every opponent, you know, give them their respect. But you're right. You get to 5-0, and and that LSU game all of a sudden becomes mammoth. Absolutely. And LSU has a tough one this week, too. So if they go into to Oxford and, and play Ole Miss and, and don't come out victorious, I don't know what that does from a national media primetime type uh, slot for the for the game coming up on October 7th because, I mean, Mizzou could potentially be 5-0, and but LSU would be coming in, what, 3-2? and and so I don't know if that out, outweighs the Georgia-Kentucky matchup potentially, certainly the Alabama A&M. I think a lot of people in Columbia just don't want that 11 a.m. time slot. Me personally, I don't care as much, but I get the people that have the big tailgates that want to make a, a whole day of it. I get that. It just feels bigger if it's a late afternoon or an evening game, allowing fans to get down there early, get settled in, and and, and do their thing. And, and it should be an electric atmosphere regardless, assuming they don't slip up this week against Vandy at 3 o'clock. But I can't wait. I can't wait. I, I remember in 2013 being at that South Carolina game where they were undefeated hosting South Carolina, and it was a good South Carolina team, and probably should have won. Uh, I think they gave up like a fourth and 17 uh, to, to force overtime. And, and then obviously the kick in the, uh, in the north end zone there that we'll all remember. But I remember running down the street to try to get to a TV as quick as I can to see Alan Craig round third base to beat the Red Sox in that series. Uh, that, I think we tied it up that night to go to go a game apiece, and and obviously that didn't end well. They kept pitching to David Ortiz, and and the rest is history there. But it's good to have exciting sports back in our town. Hey, by the way, you were you were down in the atmosphere on Saturday. Did you did you ever get to go to Rams games as a fan? Have you ever been to a Rams game as a fan? 
Uh, that's a great question. I don't think I ever went just for fun. You might pop into like a suite or say hi to somebody there, but I don't know that I ever, I never sat in the stands. I, I don't think I did. That's a great question. Um, I, did I miss out on Rams? <laughs> on, I, I was going to ask you though, it's related because we had dome activity. We had tailgating. Bear Plaza was fun. And for 45,000 downtown, it felt like more, didn't it? In terms of traffic and yeah. foot traffic and I know the Dome has a lot of issues. I think it's too easy to make fun of the Dome. When, when the team was good, the Dome was fine. It did get us the Pope. It did get us Beyonce and U2 and all these Rolling Stones over the years. So it served its purpose. So the Dome's never going to be elite for football. But how about the rest of your game day experience? How about for you on Saturday? It was a great time. Uh, this gentleman named Jesse, who runs the uh, the Horns Down NIL side of things for Mizzou, hosted a great tailgate. Uh, that had a, a lot of a lot of food offerings, and and he wasn't asking for any money. He put all that on himself, you know, through donations and so forth. Ryan Wingo was there. Uh, for my oh, really? for my lim- my limited interaction with with Ryan, I'm not going to sit here and be overly optimistic that he's a, a borderline committing to Mizzou right now. I gave him the Miz fist bump after I chatted with him, and I did not get a Zou response. I don't know if that's any tell or not, but I know Texas is in on him, and he's going to see Dion. I think uh, when they play USC here coming up, but obviously he is the five star wide receiver out of SLU High School. That's the last coveted recruit for this uh, upcoming class that Mizzou's after. But I mean, I I, I think as a local kid, you got to see Luther. Burden shine absolutely shine. What do you go 10 176? I think, and obviously, if he didn't cramp up, he could have easily cleared 200, 200 yards. He is uh, one of the tougher guys I can remember to tackle. Like, I cannot see a play where he gets tackled by the first guy. He just he's very elusive. Brady Cook shined Cody Schrader after a fumble early on, really bounced back strong. I was so happy to see him getting in the end zone late. His stat sheet ended up pretty good. So the local kids, and, and Mookie had some plays. I hope he's okay. Got an awkward hit there toward the end. Uh, and then that that freshman, Speedy Gonzalez, what they call him, Speedy Johnson. That guy is just lightning fast. Nobody anywhere near him. And Brady with a great throw. I, I'm, I've never played quarterback. But when you have a guy that fast, it's probably tough to time it. I mean, he just dropped that right in there. And uh, 7-7 right off the bat there. Or, no, I'm sorry, 7-3 right off the bat. So uh, great atmosphere, great game. I think, I think Mizzou's got to be pretty pleased with the, uh, with the overall attendance. I think about a little over 45,000. Um, you know, against a, a, an opponent that's not going to draw a huge crowd just from your average fan. And they put on a show. That was a really entertaining game. I honestly feel like it probably – the score ended closer than it felt. I never was really sweating in that game outside of, you know, that that maybe 10-7 mark in the, in the early second quarter. But Mizzou seemed in control. I, I cannot believe Mizzou won a game, what I'd consider somewhat easily – without converting a third down. They were 0 for 8 on third. That is, I don't know if that's impressive or embarrassing or what, but plenty of things to work on to get better heading into Vandy and then ultimately hosting LSU. I mean, if you could score, what did they score, 34 points without converting a third down, there's something to be said there. Carltoninsurance.net, my guy, James Carlton. Coach Carlton is what I've started to call him because he breaks down the film. How about Luther having 177, 10 catches? He's at 504 for the season, so he's on pace. CBC math real quick, times three. He's on pace for a 1,500-yard receiving season. The the shock is that he didn't score. Touchdown Luther, and and they win by scoring 34 points without him in the end zone. That, to me, is – that's encouraging too that he doesn't have to score and they can get 34 on the board. Yeah, you're, I, I thought he was. I thought he was yeah. in 
practically on that on that second quarter long play. And my goodness, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many guys he whizzed by on that one. He doesn't he seem for for a guy that's getting all this attention. You know, every every key to the game you see on the broadcast is always to to contain Luther Burden. He seems wide open on a lot of these plays. So Kurt, uh, kudos to Kirby Moore for for scheming this stuff. And I think there's other weapons on the team that draw attention. Now you have this freshman Johnson uh, that, that that are going to keep teams honest and and won't just be able to to focus all their attention on Luther, but even as he is garnishing all this attention, he's still putting up monster numbers. And I don't think Memphis is a slouch defensively. I know they hadn't played a world beater schedule coming in, but their defensive metrics were really, really strong. And 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 the offense for Mizzou, I just three weeks ago, Martin, we were wondering, could this can this team score 24 points to win a game? Or does it have to win 17-14? And right now I'd say the offense is the strength of the team. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, and seeing the deep ball, which everybody always would say about Brady Cook, okay, he can manage the game or he can check it down, but can he go deep? Well, we started to see that now the last couple of weeks. Yeah, two weeks ago after Middle Tennessee, we were like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they really did dumb it down. Maybe it was vanilla. Cook now on the season, 72 for 100. That's pretty accurate. Zero picks. To me, that's number one. Zero picks. I don't care who you're playing. Interceptions are going to happen. He's got zero. It's unbelievable. No, his his quarterback play right now is elite. I mean, he is he is an elite quarterback at this moment. The offensive line's gotten better, giving him protection. Run game really struggled early on, but it got going late. And that's kind of what you want. You want to wear down defenses over time. A uh, little concerned about some of the dings we've gotten on our secondary. I mean, that was probably the deep, or the deepest part of the team heading into the season, and it's really going to be tested here. As Ennis Rakestraw didn't play at all. Um, let's see, who, who, who left early on in that game? Was it Marcus Clark? Did he leave early on in the game? There's a couple injuries there. I saw uh, J.C. Carlisle was playing cornerback, and he's their starting safety. So our guy Marvin Burks, true freshman out of Cardinal Ritter, I expect him to get way more involved, um, as well as that Trevez Johnson, the, the transfer they had this offseason. Uh, they're going to really be tested in that in that backside of that defense, but I think it's a part of the team that can handle some of these dings. And we hope to see our friend uh, Brett Norfleet get healthy. Uh, Coach Drinkwitz said after the game that he was dealing with some very painful injury to his ribs. So hopefully he's on the mend there because I think there's a ton of upside with him. And, uh, and Brady. I mean, Brady has a tough time sliding right now with that knee brace, and that, that can be problematic uh, as, he, as he likes to get on the run sometimes. So hopefully we can keep him healthy. Let's get out of Vanderbilt with a win, first and foremost, but hopefully healthier than we are leaving that Memphis game because we got a big one coming up. All right, a couple of dome theories or ideas. This concept of having Mizzou play more often, the Illinois series will be coming down the road. What do you think about a kickoff classic? Like every year, first game, it's always that Labor Day weekend where students don't really want to stick around. They move it to Thursday because students aren't going to stick around. And it's going to be a lesser opponent. Could you turn it into a thing, the kickoff classic? And then you could play Louisiana Tech. You could play Bowling Green or whatever. And that's how Mizzou kicks off their season. I don't know if the school would go for it, but as a fan, do you like it? I could go either way on that. Um... You know, I know there's well. I know there's a lot to be desired on the dome. It's it's a dated facility. We get that, and I know a lot of people were were making their their commentary on the 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 look of the field on television, and I get that. Um, Again, it's just 
the, the challenge with the St. Louis football area down there for all those years, it's just not that conducive to a great game day atmosphere outside of the building, although we made the most of it. Like I said, that tailgate just on Colon Broadway was fantastic. I know all over the stadium there were tailgates being set up, including you know in the garage of the MAC. Um, so I mean, there, there is potential there, but we know that there, there needs to be a facelift in that part of the northern, northern east side of downtown. Uh, I'd be for it because it's local and I don't have to drive to Columbia. I don't know if the university would, would be for that. I mean, if the Illinois game makes all the sense in the world, uh, that, that dome was, if it wasn't sold out, it was practically sold out for all of those games in a great atmosphere split, what I'd say probably right down the middle with Illini and Mizzou fans. I mean, the Mizzou-Kansas matchup and Arrowhead would make a lot of sense, but I know there's still some some bad blood between those universities on getting things scheduled, and we don't know whether or not Mizzou did purposely avoid Kansas in the Memphis Bowl last year, Liberty Bowl in Memphis, whatever it was. Um, but they are, they are on the schedule. I think it's in 2026. Illinois is around the corner. To revive those types of games, that's what I want to see. Not only do I want to see local teams like that, you know, the bigger D1 local teams in our area, but also just better competition in September. I mean, the South Dakota game, I, I'm glad they moved it to a Thursday night because it brings a little something different than like a, a 11 o'clock kickoff against South Dakota on a Saturday on Labor Day weekend. But I, I, I just like big matchups like the Ohio State Notre Dame. I mean, how, how do you get better than that? That was just great. CarltonInsurance.net or 314-961-4800. They call, they get a quote, you donate to the Tigers NIL fund. And it's real simple, right? They just say, hey, I got a homeowner's policy. I don't know anything about it. Hey, here's what my car insurance looks like. You, They hand over the papers. You guys do the work. Oh, you don't even need to get any papers out. If you just go to CarltonInsurance.net, there's a click to quote button right there. It'll just take a few moments. You won't even have to talk to anybody if you don't want to, to be bothered. I mean, just, just while you're on your lunch break, you could fill out a quote sheet and then follow up with an email about how you heard about us. And that's when we'll make the donation because there's not a part on that quoting process to indicate that you heard about us from the Killcoin conversation. But if you do mention that, we will absolutely donate $20 on your behalf, whether or not you do business with us at all. We just want to, to generate some activity here at our office, of course, but also we want to help the university. And it's a very competitive landscape here in the SEC. And the more NIL, I mean, look what Dennis Gates is doing, by the way. Goodness gracious. Uh, the more NIL activity we're, we're, we're getting, the more competitive we're going to be on the recruiting trail and also retaining these, these, uh, these college students as well. James Carlton, or as I call him, Coach Carlton. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.